0: you're listening to the e2c network podcast by Auburn fans or Auburn fans
1: War Auburn fans welcome to no huddle your source for Auburn football news and discussion part of the e2c network I'm AJ Richardson and I'm also here with Jared Davis Jared it's been a couple weeks now we finally got football and you've had two straight Saturdays off how are you handling yourself and what what are you been doing over the last couple of weekends where you haven't had auburn football
2: (laughs) been a lot more hallmark movies going on in my household aj (laughs) how about you man
1: it's about the same i feel like uh listening to christmas music has started and i'll probably get berated by some people because it's not thanksgiving but i'm okay with that um i i just enjoy christmas it's probably my favorite season so i'm okay with uh starting a little early
2: it's 2020 you get to do whatever you want sir <laughs> thanks the, all bets are off this year has is has been my is my new uh mantra
1: yeah i mean this is such a weird year and i feel like any little celebration is worth doing and celebrating a fun time of christmas and uh it should i don't know i feel like it it's okay to do it a little early
2: yeah, I, well, I won't tell anybody either. So your your secret's safe with me.
1: Okay, well, I hope it's safe with our listeners too. <laughs> if not, go find me on, on Twitter at AJYJY underscore and just tell me I'll tell going you. Going he's going ahead and getting it out there now. <laughs> um. All right, so we're going to be talking about Tennessee um, in a little bit, but we also wanted to talk about some of the postponements that's happening. Uh, I personally didn't understand a lot of how the postponements were going to work especially with uh, certain teams potentially having two games getting postponed. And now we're seeing some of those uh, now happening and how that works. Um, Will those games actually be uh, made up? Uh, We'll get into that a little bit later in this podcast. Um, And then we'll talk about just an Auburn fan perspective of the SEC, which this week, four games uh, were postponed and uh, only three of them happened. So, uh, but the three that did happen, there was lots of scoring that happened. I mean, in two of them, the Florida and Arkansas and the Ole Miss and South Carolina games, 199 points were scored in both of those. Oh,
2: my gosh, that is absurd. <laughs> it's like video game stuff, man. There's, it's, it's fun to watch when it's not your team. It's not your defense out there. Yeah, that
1: is so true. It is such a weird – I mean, I guess we can start out with this. Do you think offenses or defensives have really benefited from this? Because if you look at certain stats like that – and you look at you know Alabama's offense just churning out their defense not being very good. Uh, do you think offenses or defenses in the SEC have really benefited from uh this weird season?
2: Uh, I think you'd have to go all I think you would have to say the offense uh I wouldn't say maybe benefited. I think they they were uh affected the least. I would have thought the other way around, but I just think, you know, looking at even Auburn and I know you could say, well, LSU's not playing well, but uh, we, the one, Kevin Steele's always had a good tackling team and we were not even good this year until the LSU game. And to me, tackling tackling. So it, pe- it feels like we had started to come around on that. And that probably is just some of the physicality that they don't, they weren't having, they were missing guys during practice for COVID. They didn't have as many practices. They weren't able to lift weight. I mean, it's a lot of strength on the defensive side. You got to mm-hmm. be able to push through the offense and they weren't able to work out their normal routine in the spring. So well, I think a lot of things, uh, looking back on it now, I can see why the defense struggled. But I would have said the offense would struggle before the season, and I think I did say that, and I was wrong.
1: No, I said the same thing. I mean, we were thinking we've got mostly the same – I mean, I'm thinking for Auburn specifically. We've got a lot of the key players on offense uh, back, and we're just throwing in a new offensive coordinator in there. Uh, but as you know, the last couple of games for Auburn have kind of played out, it's progressed towards we are able to be really, really good on offense. Um, knocking on some wood over here, so don't jinx that. But that's kind of like this weird thing that I, I, I've seen also with other teams where I was thinking Oh, uh, they've got a lot of pieces on offense. They're just not going to be able to uh, – that they're changing out and new quarterbacks and that kind of stuff. And yet I feel like the offenses of a lot of teams are somewhat their strong point. Um, over their defenses, which again I, I would not have predicted that preseason, but well, over the last not, few weeks it, it seems to be the case. Yeah, and the,
2: uh, as I'm sitting here thinking, there's there's not too many pounded type teams in the SEC right now. I mean, everybody's kind of that spread, and you know we've they've brought in some smart minds. I mean, Lane Kiffin's a smart offensive mind. Dan Mullen, uh, like him or hate him, he's a smart offensive mind, and he's now have he's got Florida athletes versus Mississippi State athletes, and then you add in. Kendall Bryles at Arkansas, I mean, he's he's done well in where places he's been. Bobo at uh, South Carolina, these are not guys that, that would maybe do great as a head coach, but it's a different offensive scheme that's being thrown out by most teams. Couple that with defenses not having time to practice, and I mean, yeah, this is, what this is what we're getting.
1: Yeah, and a lot of defenses, they get better and better as reps happen, as they see more looks. And because they didn't have the full spring practice, they've had a weird off season in general. They haven't seen as many reps. So I feel like just the uh, knowing what to do in certain situations, what tendencies uh, out of certain formations people are going to do, that kind of stuff is definitely hampered defenses. Um, But Jared, let's also talk about some of these postponements that happened. We we alluded to it earlier. Uh, Auburn has even had some uh, issues with COVID um, recently. Uh, Over the last couple weeks, we've had 10 players uh, test positive. Uh, I think there's about 10 other players that were in close contact, so they're out um, for those 14 days uh, being quarantined. And uh, then we also had three staff uh, test positive for COVID. So um, Auburn's taking a hit. A lot of other SDC teams have taken a hit. I mean, that's why you saw so many postponements this last week. And uh, it just got me thinking, Uh, there there were just so many teams essentially eight teams didn't get to play and uh, i feel like that's that's probably one of the weirdest weeks ever (laughs) yeah um in all of college football for that many teams to just not play and that's uh, that kind of got me thinking about do you think this is gonna hurt auburn since we've had two weeks off now do you think that'll Get us out of the you know the two great games that we had against Ole Miss and LSU offensively. Do you think that we're going to stumble this next week against Tennessee, or do you think we'll just pick up where we left off?
2: If we were going on the road, I'd be a little more worried because you don't you know momentum's a huge thing, and we had momentum, and then boom, we hadn't played for two weeks. Um, being at home, I think even if you stumble out of the gate in the first quarter, you can kind of pick that back up without getting too far behind. I would not want to be going even to Mississippi State after two bye weeks. Yeah. Um. You know, on the flip side of that, um, you don't want to uh, – I know we had a lot of momentum coming out of LSU, but can you imagine how tough it would be if we would have been blown out by them and then don't get to redeem ourselves for mm-hmm. two weeks? So, you know, there's a good and a bad. We're still kind of flying high, thinking we're really good after that LSU game. But um, I think it will have an impact, man. I mean, we have figured some things out. Um, We're going to talk later, though. It it may lead us to figure out more things, though, with that off off time.
1: Yeah, I mean, some of those players, I mean, we can talk about some of these players that I think benefited. And the the guys like Brandon Frazier, who I think just now essentially got eligible to play because of injuries and getting back to strength and ready to play an SEC game. So this is a big thing for a lot of these players, like Brandon Frazier, K.J. Britt. Uh, Jamie and Sherwood, uh, who Gus pretty much said probably wasn't going to play against Mississippi state because of his injury. And, uh, Jamie, uh, or sorry, Shedrick Jackson also kind of been banged up all year. I mean, this gives him guys like them three weeks to get back to health and be ready, especially at the end of the season where we're playing Bama and then going Texas A&M. And and now we're going to have at the very end, we're going to have Mississippi state, So it's going to be an interesting tail end of this year um, that I feel like is going to be so odd just because we're used to playing the iron bowl, the last regular season game of the year. And now we're going to have Mississippi state and I don't know. It's just going to be so weird now. Um, But Jared, who do you think really benefits from Auburn's players uh, over these really essentially three weeks of not having a game? Um,
2: I, I mean, it's you know probably going to be kind of weird, but I would say Bo. I mean, Bo and Chad. If Chad really is who pe- kind of the quarterback whisperer, <clears throat> excuse me, whisperer. If Chad really is that good, given those guys three weeks of actual game film to go through things and and get more confidence in Bo and go through some, we've already seen some adjustments already, and now we've had plenty of time to really make adjustments, not just against the team coming up, but just in and Bo's approach overall. I think Bo's going to benefit big time. Brandon Frazier, if we really do intend to implement him into our offense, that could be huge because we actually now have time to really rep the plays. Um, I think coming out of this, we need to definitely see more Xavion and maybe Kobe. Uh, I keep going back to the fact that – and then I'll get on with this. But I keep going back to the fact of, all right, look, um, we need to also build for next year. And we, I would be surprised if Seth, Seth is back and if Eli Eli can go and leave and Schwartz could leave too. So um, start building these, you know, athletic receivers into the game plan. And we've had plenty of time now to get them comfortable.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is, I've heard it worded this way, just because of Auburn having these three weeks, it's almost like kind of making up for a little bit of the spring practice. It is. That we didn't get to have. Uh, and this is good time for Bo to work with these new wide receivers like Xavier and Capers, Kobe Hudson, who you already mentioned, And these guys we're seeing slowly getting acclimated to this offense. And I think that that plays a big role in uh, getting them more action in the games, more passes, uh, completions, uh, and not just getting in there for blocking, which obviously is very important. I'm not discounting that at all. But the wow plays that I think guys like Xavier and Capers, we've already seen a couple big catches from him. And I think he'll – as, long as, well, as well as Kobe Hudson, get in there um, and make more. Just because now this is a couple extra weeks of Bo throwing to the, those guys.
0: Hey, Auburn family. We're going to take a quick breather from this episode to bring you an important message. One of the most well-known things about Auburn fans is how loyal they are. And we show that loyalty by the colors that we wear. Let us help you stock up on those colors by going over to our TeePublic.com store. There you'll find a variety of merchandise geared towards designs based on E2C Network and Auburn content. While TPublic is known for their t-shirts, they have a wide selection of merchandise options for you to select one of these designs to be put on. They also have other types of apparel, stickers, mugs, and much more. Here's the beauty of it. Your purchase will help support this network and the content that we regularly produce. The purchase will also go to support independent artists who put a lot of hard work into designing these concepts, especially for you, the Auburn family. And did I mention that they regularly have sales t-shirts for $13? You have to be kidding me. If you're ready to explore your purchase options, head on over to tpublic.com store e2c network. You can also get there by going to our website at e2cnetwork.com slash support. Now that you've got some options to suit up for game day, let's head back into this episode.
2: Do you think this allowed, first off, do you think it, it, any amount of time would have allowed it? And if so, do you think this was enough time for KJ Britt to come back?
1: I mean, I'm, I'm thinking just based on the timing of it all. He had surgery. Uh, I've heard his six-week mark of potentially coming back um, after surgery would be the Tennessee game would be the earliest he could come back. I honestly don't think he'll be back because I, to me, if I was a coach having a guy that just had surgery five weeks ago, I, I'd want to make sure he's good in practice before throwing him out there uh, and seeing what he can do on the field. Um, but if he can prove himself in practice, maybe this, if he's able to get some practice time this week, uh maybe throw him in there for the Tennessee games a little bit, get him warmed up. And then I, I honestly give him a really good shot, like a 75% shot of playing against Bama and getting significant time um, in a couple of weeks. Uh, do you think that's, is that reasonable? Do you think that kind of lines up with what you've heard? Yeah, I'm kind of torn. I'm torn between
2: selfishness and what he should do for himself. Okay. Um, I want him, I want him playing for Auburn, but I don't know if that's the smart thing. You know, I I don't know if the guy wants to go pro maybe you fully sit out, wait till the senior bowl, which he, you know, accepted the invite to. Um, but he's going to want to play in that iron bowl. I mean, he's a, he's a gamer, he's a captain. Um, so I, I like your idea though of thinking maybe what I, I think if I understood you correctly, if he's not able to practice and we can use the Tennessee game as a little bit of practice to lead up to the Bama game, that, that could be, you know, that could be a key indicator of, is he game ready? Um, we got to beat Tennessee, but let's yeah. say that game gets under control. KJ can come in for some reps, uh, get some contact and be like, all right, he's, he's back. You know, Yep. Um, I, I kind of like that idea.
1: Yeah. And I mean, so far we haven't even heard, it sounds like they haven't even practiced him at least when we're recording this on Sunday. So I, I kind of don't think he'll get much practice this week. If it is, it's going to be very light contact practice for him. Uh, and I mean, for a linebacker, Contact is everything. And, I, I mean, I understand he's a tough guy and we will probably want to get, that, get out there as soon as possible, but it's the coaches and finding that balance of does he need to play and what does this look for in the future? What does it look like in the future if, you know, he re-injures uh, his hand again?
2: Well, let's give – real quick, let's give props too because and I, I questioned him for a while, but, I mean, we we haven't missed much of a beat these past – two weeks of games with uh, Papo and McLean stepping up. I mean, those Mm -hmm. guys have filled a huge void and, you know, they need to get all the props in the world for that. And if KJ can go, you take him, absolutely take him. Um, But, you know, the the way Papo and McLean stepped up, that was, I mean, that was essentially losing your quarterback on defense and, and we got better. I feel like we've gotten better.
1: Yeah. Which is again, weird. And I think if we do, I mean, I'm not saying KJ Brett, pulled us down by any means no but i
2: think he would have improved too I, I, I would have said better. the same yeah
1: yeah i think they if you had uh kj brett for this whole season healthy we would he would also improve just as much yes it's very impressive i mean uh, it's cool to see our defense progressing even after losing all the guys we've talked about like Derek brown and marlon Davidson last year um let's talk about the the post game uh, postponements of games and that kind of stuff um because it kind of struck me as interesting, especially with some of these matchups of of teams now having two games being rescheduled. And so I started to do a little looking and researching into this. Um, so the first one that most teams are probably going to postpone to is going to be this December 12th, which is what Auburn did for Mississippi State. So now we have uh, the the game that is going to be against Mississippi State December 12th which is the week before the SEC championship game. And it started to get me to think also, why would teams really risk potentially playing on this 12th if they're already, you know, shoo-in for the SEC championship game? Or maybe even, uh, you know, a team like Bama or something, having now uh, maybe potentially having to play on the 19th if they have to postpone a game or something. What do you? Uh, why do you think teams are risking this because to me some of them it's just they they maybe need practice or something i don't know
2: <laughs> yeah i mean i think what you're kind of hinting at is bama may have to play lsu on the 19th because lsu has our this will be their second so they're having to play florida on the 12th so i think anything that gets done that is not really in favor of teams going to atlanta is just they're gonna have to do it because that's the rule i mean they, they may have all agreed to that like you can't pick and choose what games you play um, so, uh, if they allow them to pick and choose and you've already locked up the division before the 12th, eh, I don't know what you do. I mean, um, you need the TV money and yeah. you kind of owe it to the other team for them to get the TV money if it's at their place. Um, so I don't know what you do there, to be honest with you. It's going to be, it's going to be real tricky. I think they're building this plane in the air, so I don't know what they're going to do. Actually, I do know what they're going to do. Whatever Nick Saban tells them to do. <laughs> That's, That's what Very much could
1: be. If Saban doesn't want to play, the SEC is not gonna uh, have Bama playing in the game, an extra game or something. you probably right about that. Yeah.
2: And and I rag them. I, he he does have a lot. He has too much power. But I, I listen. I get it. I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't want to either if I was in his shoes. If you're already walked into something, but I think it's probably gonna come down to it. Doesn't matter what you want. This is what we're doing because there's money involved. And these kids have worked hard, and you're not going to not play just because you know of that. So, just look for B teams to be playing more quarter, you know, backup quarterbacks and stuff. If that happens, would be yeah. my thought. What do you
1: think? I mean, I, I come back to their, especially if if teams get two games being postponed and they have to play on December 19th, they're not playing for the SEC championship, which is happening on December 19th. Uh, the those kinds of teams, I feel like. This is essentially an extra, I hate to call it a scrimmage game, but it kind of is. Uh, this is an extra practice week for them and an extra game that they can play against a good team and get better. Um, because after that, they're going to have a bowl game. And that's you know, typically one of those games where you you can try out some new guys, you know, figure out who the next guy up is going to be for the next year and work out some of those uh details earlier um than what you normally would so maybe they kind of view it as a second bowl game
2: Uh, yeah that's what i was kind of thinking um i I, although let me ask let me ask you this because you know coaches always complain about the layoff between their championship game well bama doesn't always go to the sec championship game but they make the playoff anyways Mm -hmm. but coaches always argue about that the layoff between that and the first playoff game would bama actually benefit from having to play on the 19th of, hey, less rust going into January 1st. We actually we played that weekend, so now we're only off three weekends versus four. Is that something that, when you think logically, is that something that would benefit a
1: team? Well, let's see. So I'm, I'm already putting Bama in the SEC championship, which is on the 19th. Yep. So And let's say they
2: make the playoff. Yeah. Would playing LSU on the 19th keep them fresher going into the playoff?
1: Well, the 19th is the, the SEC championship, so they'd be playing— Forgive me. Yeah, so I guess the you I guess you're probably implying probably the next weekend, so that'd be like what the 26th. That or won't something? happen
2: then. Forgive me, I have my dates mixed up. So yeah, <laughs> that's not going to happen then. I think what we should make them do is play LSU in the morning and then Florida in the afternoon in the SEC championship game. What do you think about that on the 19th?
1: Uh, that would be a cool, cool way to yeah. you know, spread out some fun. Uh, because I mean that that I don't know if the other conferences, but typically the SEC championship game is when there's other big. Conference level games, championship type games, but you know, get some other games in there. I'd be down for it. Just no, it I'm thinking make
2: up. Alabama play LSU in the morning and then turn around and play uh, Florida that afternoon.
1: I see what you're talking about.
2: Yeah, that's that's fair, isn't I it? I think that's fair, right? Yeah, saban fair. thinks that's fair. I'm sure. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. saban thinks a lot of things are
1: fair. <laughs> yeah,
2: absolutely. Sorry, so forget what I said then. I didn't realize the 19th was the SEC championship game. So I guess that. They probably are not going to play LSU because I don't, there's no other time to do it.
1: Well, that's what I'm thinking. I don't think Bama's is going to play LSU. No, I really
2: think don't. you're right.
1: Um, one of the other interesting things that came out, and this was from Brandon Marcello, um, he got a report that, and I thought this was kind of interesting because there was rumblings around Auburn, Alabama potentially playing because both of their games got canceled. Could they potentially play? Uh, it almost a you know earlier than normal schedule. Uh, because both teams have an open week now and Brandon Marcello essentially said that is possible for teams if you've got a future team that you're playing so Alabama and Auburn are playing in a future game both teams don't have a game a certain week they could potentially do that and plan to play but they have to do it on the Monday before the game so that Monday is very key there Um, and I think that's that's a tight timeline for most teams to figure out if they're going to be able to play a future team. I mean, there's a lot of logistics obviously that have to happen for that to happen, but I, I don't know. I I give it like a 2% shot at that actually happening for any team, not just Auburn, but any team actually rescheduling. It just doesn't seem feasible. Um, Maybe they do it but i i i really don't think teams are going to be able to schedule that quickly and say oh we're going to prepare for whoever maybe a, a tennessee florida or something i don't think that's going to happen like
2: <laughs> it's got to be a, it's got to be a perfect scenario if you're going to do only teams left on your schedule and if you did any team where we could you know get a rematch with somebody maybe okay but if it's only teams on your schedule it has to be a perfect scenario of okay auburn is healthy but tennessee's not And then that means, okay, Alabama and A&M are healthy, but their opponents not. So then we move our game up. Yeah. Um, So it's got, I mean, that's almost, that's, that's almost impossible. But I mean, I guess it's a cool option that's out there, but yeah. And like you said, all this has to happen before the end of Monday.
1: Yep. That's a lot of athletic directors talking to each other and coaches talking to each other and getting their game plans ready, essentially a day, if not two days quicker than they normally would, um, because I mean I'm I'm thinking we know especially the Iron Bowl Gus kind of plans things out uh, almost uh, you know sets certain things up and and so he's ready to play in the Iron Bowl. He has certain plays kind of oh he's shown this in film five times they always do this in the Iron Bowl they do something completely different. You know that kind of uh, you know setting a game up that i think gus does a great job of and i know other coaches probably do similar things and i i don't know i'd be curious to see if that really throws throws off if that does happen if that throws off any teams um uh, jared before we get out of here uh can you give them your social media so can stay in contact with you
2: yeah you can just uh follow me on facebook and instagram under my name at jared davis
1: and uh, you can find me at A-J-A-Y-J-A-Y underscore. It's always great to be an Auburn Tiger and War Eagle.
0: War Eagle. Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?